The co-main event for UFC 257 is Dan Hooker against Michael Chandler. Now, if me saying Chandler rather than Chandler is annoying for you, um, I don't know what you want me to do. It's just how I speak. It's Max and I can't help it. Apologies. Um, but speaking of Michael Chandler, it's a bit of a funny one, really, with him. It's a bit of a sticky one still. And I'll tell you why. When the UFC sign a fighter, a high-profile fighter, someone that has the potential to insert themselves into the title picture straight away, um, what usually tends to happen is the fighter gets signed, the UFC put out a press release, um, there's an Instagram post, a Twitter post, and then pretty soon after, a fight books. So-and-so will be making the debut against so-and-so on such-and-such -such date at such-and-such -such event. That's not what happened with Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler got signed and immediately he was inserted as this alternate for the Gaethje Khabib fight, which was back in October. And we're now in January and he finally gets to make his debut in the UFC. But in that time, all he's done is media engagement after media engagement after media engagement and interview after interview after interview. And with that, I kind of feel like He's lost some of his sparkle when it comes to the MMA audience. And it's just my perception, and I might be wrong. But I feel like people just don't really like him. And if I'm honest with you, a week ago, I would have included myself in that bracket. But then I watched Embedded, the first episode of Embedded. And I saw him interacting with his son on Embedded and I, he was interacting with his missus and I thought to myself, that's a good guy. He seems like a stand-up guy. He seems like a nice guy. So why the hate? Why did I dislike him? What did he actually do or say to make me dislike him? And I've come to the conclusion it's two things. Firstly, it was him sat there telling us how good he is and how he's capable of being the champion, which is all well and good. But with that came, oh, I'm a company guy. I'm going to do what they say. I, I really enjoyed getting to meet my co-workers and colleagues and this, that and the other. And it all just felt a little bit geeky for me, if I'm honest with you. It just felt like he was constantly behaving like you would behave on a job interview. And if you're anything like me, then on a job interview, you tell a little white lies and you try and express how good your morals and ethics are. And nobody really wants to hear that. You're a fucking fire. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a reason why Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock were such big stars because they were anti-establishment. There's a reason why the biggest stars in this sport right now aren't guys that are yes sir, no sir, two bags full sir. And that's how Chandler was coming across. And that's not his fault because he's just doing interviews. But I just felt like we weren't seeing the real Michael Chandler in the interviews that he was doing. And like I say, that's not his fault. Because when a new person signs for the UFC, they usually, the first time you really get to see them kind of talk as extensively as Chandler was, is in the run-up, the lead-up to a fight. First, you know, they might do an interview when they first sign, and then they'll do some kind of more interviews to promote whatever fight they're going to be having. And then you get to see the real them, the raw emotions, you know, during fight week um, at a press conference or, you know, a post-fight press conference after they've won or lost, and you get to see what they're really about. 
And I don't feel we've had the opportunity to see what Michael Chandler's really about, apart from that one minute snippet in Embedded Episode 1, which came out a couple of days ago. Because I'll tell you what, the funny thing is, ever since I saw that one minute snippet, I saw him do more interviews this week with BT Sport and then I think just a uh, like a press conference thing uh, with a few journalists um, a couple of days ago and the stuff he was saying just wasn't as annoying to me anymore. So it's not his fault. It's just not his fault. It's just how the cards have been dealt for him. But let's just focus on this fight now because during all of those engagements... He has been writing a load of checks and it's now time to see whether he's asking cash in. And I'm not sure. I honestly don't know. Like, from what I've seen of Chandler, he's an aggressive fighter. He likes to come forward. He's powerful. He throws shots with intent and he will take you down and he'll get on top of you in mount position and punch the shit out of you until the referee comes and stops the fight. It's kind of like how he beat Benson Henderson in his last fight in Bellator. But the problem that I've got is I just don't know how good the level of opposition is that he's been fighting in Bellator. Benson Henderson is a great example of this. A guy that used to be the UFC lightweight champion. But right now he just isn't as good as he was then. Or he is as good as he was then. And the game's just surpassed that level of talent. The game's moved on. It's evolved. Now, Michael Chandler is a veteran. He's been fighting for years. I mean, I I remember watching him beat Eddie Alvarez for the Bellator title years. And this might have been like eight years ago or something like that. I should really get his page up and check. But like he's been here and done done it. Like, do you know what I mean? Um Eddie Alvarez in 2011 that was. So it's not like he's just this young up-and-coming talent. The last time he fought someone in Bellator that you can say this guy could compete with top-level guys in the UFC was against Patricio. And he lost that fight in the first round. And to be honest, I can't really remember it very well. I can't remember how that went, but he got knocked out. Styles make fights. So Dan Hooker obviously is a lot taller than Michael Chandler. Um, So he'll have a reach advantage. But someone that one of his main attributes is his wrestling. That is actually a bit of an advantage for Michael Chandler. Because sometimes when the shorter guy is a wrestler, it's easier for him to get the double leg and take his opponent down. So the size difference might, you know, be be an advantage for Chandler, but where it won't be an advantage is just generally the stand-up. And Dan Hooker is a very, very, very accomplished kickboxer. And he knows how to manage distance and use his reach and use it effectively with his kicks. And he's got very good kicks. And that's something that Chandler's got to be wary of. If he tries to shoot, come in for a takedown, Dan Hooker is very good at timing those knees. And there's a very good opportunity for Hooker there to knock Chandler's head off. Another kind of intangible is um, when fighters sign for the UFC, they finally make it onto the big stage. Um, it's hard for them to deal with the emotions of all of that. And it's hard for them to um, fight the way they would normally fight. And it's hard for them to keep calm and relax. And with that, you get this massive energy dump, adrenaline dump. And they just 
they just they just can't physically not be tired no matter how hard they try like they just get tired quicker than they normally would if that makes sense will that happen to Chandler I don't know but I tell you what this is a very 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 big stage to be making your debut on a co-main event of a Conor McGregor card like this is like this is already you you know it's one of the biggest cards of the year and it's not even happening yet just because it's got Conor McGregor's name on it that's comes a lot of pressure a lot of pressure comes with that and how will Chandler deal with it? Like Dan Hooker, he's been there, he's done that. He headlined a show with Dustin Poirier in his last fight, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, let me just double check. Has he fought since then? I can't remember. Uh, Dan Hooker. I don't think he's fought since then. I feel like he's, he f yeah, he fought in June. So he's had, that was a brutal fight. He's had ample time off. And he's back in a co-main event in a big fight. Who do I think is going to win? Honestly, I, I I just don't know. Because of the, the level of opposition Chandler's been fighting against, I just don't know where he is in his career, with his skill set, whether he's good enough. I don't know. What I do know is he's a very, very skillful and dangerous martial artist. But the same can be said of Dan Hooker. I haven't even looked at the odds for this fight, but there's something inside me telling me that Dan Hooker is going to win this fight. I, I don't know what, I don't know why, but I just feel like Dan Hooker is going to win this fight. And like I, I probably say this in every prediction video, I wouldn't be surprised either way. I wouldn't be surprised if either guy won, but... I feel like Dan Hooker's got decent defensive wrestling and if Chandler is to take him down, I feel like Dan Hooker will be able to get back up off his back relatively quickly. And if Chandler has multiple takedown attempts and isn't successful and this fight just turns into a stand-up fight, then I, I, I can see it, it ending in Dan Hooker's favour. I don't know if anyone's going to win this fight via a finish, and I think it will be a Dan Hooker points victory. That's what I think. What do you guys think? Put your comments below. Let me know what you think of my prediction. Let me know what you think of what I've said throughout this video. Let me know what your prediction is. Um, share this with a friend if you've enjoyed it like it if you've enjoyed it subscribe if you haven't already um, like I always say uh, you can listen to this in podcast format you can get the links there in the description below to whatever podcast platform you use Spotify, Apple, Google whatever it is um, if you just like my YouTube stuff just subscribe to the podcast to show a little bit of support how about that um, is it worth you know what I'm not even going to bother talking about the rest of the card just you guys fucking enjoy it. Have a blast. I'll catch you guys next time.